All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Council Podcast. We're here tonight with myself, along with Cody, Mitch, and Ryan. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic. I am awesome. I'm excited to talk about how the government affects your mood via microwaves that they send through the air. Ready to get <laughs> weird. All right, well. Hopefully not too as Ryan, As Ryan alluded to, today we're going to be talking about some conspiracy theories and what the government is hiding from us. And what we think about some of this shit. So, let's start government off with may one or more. may not be hiding from us. Yeah, good point. Good point. Because <laughs> maybe the government isn't hiding anything from us. It's like, all right. But we know that's lying. So, one of the one of the more popular conspiracy theories out there, for sure, probably the most popular. Aside from like alien life and maybe like 9 11, is in my opinion the JFK assassination, which is also one of my personal favorites to read about and learn about because there are a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding this event that occurred in November of 1963. Our 35th president of the United States. JFK was shot and killed in Dallas, Texas. Hey Andrew, so what do what do the J and the F in JF? Well, what do the what does the K stand for too? What what do all those stand for? John F. Francis. Kennedy. Oh, Francis Kennedy. Johnny right. fuck. No, fuck no, nope. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with fucking. Okay. Making me look bad, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Just trying to make sure you know your stuff. John F. Kennedy. Yeah, that's right. John Fox Kennedy. Dude, the guy was a legend. (laughs) Dude, he exactly. He absolutely did fuck. He most certainly did fuck. (laughs) Isn't he the most favorited president in U.S. history? I, I Maybe. it could it could certainly be argued that he is one of the most beloved presidents of all time. Although hey, he's hopped up on opioids like ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, that's okay. The, the, those chronic <laughs> health problems tend to be. We've all been. Real we've problem. all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And methamphetamines and yeah, all sorts of stuff. It's great. Anyways, Andrew, tell <laughs> us what this conspiracy great. theory is all about. What what are we talking yeah. about here? So, anyway, I mean, I'm sure all of our listeners have seen the Zapruder film. If you haven't, check it out. I mean, it's it's brutal. It's gruesome. Graphic. It's very graphic. Yes, graphic warning. It's one of the most iconic pieces of video evidence in the history of the United States and the World. world. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. But I think a lot of the conspiracy theories stem directly from that video footage in that the consensus out there is there were three shots fired. Two of them hit Kennedy 
and one of them hit the governor. I forgot his name. But the governor was actually shot, for those of you that don't know that. He survived. But Kennedy, I think it's fair to say, was killed on site. So one of the main questions surrounding... Or as Cody mentioned, in the hospital. After suffering two shots to the head slash neck. He died at the hospital. I think it's well, like anyways, they called him at the hospital, didn't they? I mean, yeah, that's what they tell us. So I mean, he that's technically what died at the hospital. That's what we're told, though. We also were told that he was shot from the window. So I mean, who knows? Right, He's right. So DOA. So this this conspiracy theory has actually quite a few different aspects of it, and as Andrew mentioned, the video stems a lot of them. So Andrew, why don't you tell us some that are associated with the video, and then we can break down some other ones. Yeah, well, one of the most popular is the number of shooters that were involved. And the consensus is there was one, and it was Lee Harvey Oswald, a sharpshooter who hated America. And the the report is... Go ahead, Code. Can I... Sorry to interrupt you. He actually... um, What I've read was supposedly supposedly a really bad shot um so he actually was known to have bad aim is is what i've read so that's just another okay piece another piece to the puzzle if you will all right certainly interesting but anyway if you watch the film you can see the initial shot that hits jfk hits him in the neck yeah this one that goes to the neck right yep and you can see his hands kind of go up to his neck to, to, I don't know, catch the blood, I guess you could say. Like, he's clear, clearly there's something wrong. Like, he starts falling to one side. His hands are up around his neck. And then you see the kill shot. And the interesting thing about the kill shot is everybody says that Lee Harvey Oswald was posted up in a building the movie behind theater, the right? scene. An abandoned movie theater? Or no, it warehouse. was uh, abandoned warehouse. the Texas Depository. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. I thought the first shot hit him in the back. No, it I hit the it governor like right in the back. back. It went right through his throat. They said that so, he was wearing a back brace that day, and if he wasn't wearing it, then the second shot would never hit him in the head. Because like the, from... back, the back brace propped him up, right? Yeah. Interesting. Just a fun fact for you. Yeah, a little fun fact yeah, about the assassination. So, so, so my biggest thing with the video and with the the report out there, the the consensus accepted what happened. Yeah, the the, the official killed... story. Yes, he was killed from behind by this sharpshooter on the sixth floor of this Texas depository. So explain to me how, in the video, when he gets shot in the head, his momentum carries him backwards. If he was shot from behind, wouldn't he be propelled forward? That's the one thing that's always gotten me with this story and this conspiracy theory that I don't really understand how it's accepted that he was shot from behind. Yeah, I I think that 
a lot of the official story. I don't know if it necessarily all holds up. I, I know that there's definitely some parts of it that don't hold any actual water after advances in ballistics and understanding of trajectory of bullets and and all sorts of things surrounding what we know about gunshots and how they um affect the body and stuff like that so so like i think that a lot of that stuff doesn't hold up in general i think the general consensus and like results of the investigation to his death uh i think a lot of it is just like the best that they could do at the time and it's really interesting. I, I don't really have an answer for you of why his body moves forward. Maybe it's the back brace preventing him from moving backwards. No, so his like body, get his pushed body back moved, and then his body moves backwards. Oh. That's what you're saying. It's the body moves backwards and then um and he's shot from the back. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I don't really have a good answer to you there. I do not. So but, let me but just... I'm I'm also a believer that it wasn't just one shooter, so that's another So let me cohesion. just jump in real quick. So I live about I don't know, I think a mile away from the location that he got shot. And I went there a couple weeks ago. Never been there before. That's crazy. Wanted to check it out. And on the street, they have two, I mean the streets, Oh, everything is still there everything's the same with the exception of a tree that has grown um from where allegedly lee harvey oswald shot jfk from the sixth story of the texas depository to where he got shot a tree has grown so like it's kind of in the in the middle of where the bullet would have flown so that's about the only thing that's different is that tree's grown and they have two x's on the street one where the first shot hit him and the second one is a little farther down the road where the second shot, the fake shot, I guess, if you will, hit him. And at the, they, the building's still intact, everything. They have the window. The, the floor is blocked off. I think it's a museum. But the window yeah, where Lee Harvey Oswald shot from, allegedly, is open. And there's a camera there now, just like recording the street and everything. I don't know. You can go to the website. But I was standing there. And... I was with my parents, and my mom is, like, so adamant that this is such a conspiracy theory. She thinks it happened. She thinks our government did it. Um, now, the reasons as to why would be a whole other story, because I, I wouldn't know why. But, I mean, I'm standing there on the sidewalk, and I'm looking from the alleged window that he shot from and the, the first axe. And if you watch the, Z Z the Zapruder film, and I stood on top of where the film was taken. So the same angle, same everything. And Andrew, you make a very excellent point. Back and to the left is the way that his momentum carried him. And the window itself is essentially, if Lee Harvey Oswald shot from where the window is, his body would have gone forward and to the left. So just basically forward and to the left instead of back and to the left. There's no way that it just wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't. He wouldn't have gone backwards. He can't. It just wouldn't make sense. So, so there's also a fence. So a little bit where there's a Pruder film was shot, back and to the right, there's a fence that runs along and a little bit up from where the street runs. And there's a parking lot behind that fence. 
And I think personally that would have been a perfect, now it's not extremely covered, but it would have been a perfect location for somebody to have shot him based on the footage of where his body went behind the fence. Because everybody most likely was looking at JFK. They were looking at the road. And so if somebody was posted up behind, and it's just a picket fence, it's not anything substantial. Cody, are you talking about, are you talking about the grassy knoll? It's next to the grassy knoll. So that's where the grassy knoll is where the Zapruder film was shot. But a little bit like right next to it, essentially right next to it. Um, it's just the fence that kind of runs along the street, but it's up. It's a little bit elevated. Um, so it's not necessarily the grassy knoll. It's kind of like a parking lot next to it, basically. And there's a fence there, a picket fence that seems to me would be a perfect location for somebody to stand to shoot him. So personally, I think that is something that was likely to happen. So and I don't know. So I just think based on the, I think just based on the location of the window and the angle of the reaction to the bullet, it doesn't add up to me. So so are you saying that there was a there were two shooters? Are you saying that Lee Harvey Oswald definitely was in it, but there was another person? Or are you saying that he was just a fall guy? I am well, what, not really what's, sure. What's your opinion I'm there? I'm kind of, I'm kind of just brain. My opinion is that if there was somebody up in the window, my opinion is that there were probably, I don't, I don't think anybody really shot from up in the window. Just, and my, my really, my evidence for that is just based on the video and seeing the way his body goes. Cause it just wouldn't have gone backwards. It would have gone forwards. It would have. Um, I'm pretty sure they did find like shells up in that sixth floor window though. Well, I mean, that could have easily been, planted there i mean yeah that's true yeah, i was gonna say that that's that's certainly easy enough for somebody to go and plant some empty shells or something up there and i haven't read wrong. into it enough Let's see if there's gunpowder up there that's what you really need to look for right and i don't I think the forensics at the time were necessarily good enough to do that kind of investigation or test supposedly lee harvey oswald and i do i need to do a little bit more research but supposedly he was a perfect target to pin this on because he had some connections or ties to Russia at the time. I believe he had mm-hmm. went there or Cuba had some too. sort of yeah. some yeah. sort of relations yeah. with with those countries. And I think he was uh, what I've been told is that he he was an ideal suspect in anyways to, to, to pin that on. So again I, I haven't done a lot of research there, but that's just what I've heard. So I mean, just based off of those things, I... I mean, there's no, also conspiracy lie, theory on that, that Oswald was a part of the CIA. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I forgot where I heard it from. Probably a different podcast, if I had to be honest. So he was um, under... But yeah, no, I, that was... I'm pretty sure that was a podcast we listened to, Mitch. Because I, I, that rings a bell for me. Yeah, it was something to do with um, the owner of the nightclub that shot Oswald, uh, Jack. Right? Thank you. You're welcome. Apparently, um, one of the the dancers, whatever, uh, waiter, waitresses, I don't know what they were, of the nightclub, like saw Jack and Oswald at a table, like whatever, like a week or two weeks before or something like that, talking about it, and then Jack was like, "Oh yeah, this is a." 
my CIA buddies or something like that. I don't know. Some shit like that. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. I'm, I'm so, awesome. yeah. For Real quick, Ryan. For, for the people that don't know, Lee Harvey Oswald was taken into custody and because he was the main suspect of the assassination. And on the day of his court hearing, he was shot and killed in the general public in plain sight. It was actually televised. He was shot and killed by Jack Ruby, who was a nightclub owner. So that, on top of all the other things that we just talked about, like, did somebody not want him to go to court and stand trial because something would have been spilled that they didn't want everybody to know? Like, it's just, it keeps piling up. See, Dude, what if is, Lee Harvey Oswald, what if he was in the CIA and it was our government that planned it out and he knew that he was going to be the one to take the fall for it, even though he didn't actually do it? I would sincerely suck for Lee Harvey Oswald, although he's been dead for many, many years now, so I guess it doesn't matter so much. Or is he dead? <laughs> I mean, it was televised, well, so I'm pretty sure he's dead. What were you going to say, Ryan? So what I was going to say is the two things that always catch me up about this case. The first one is the case of the bullets. I am a big fan of the magic bullet conspiracy that like it moved all like, like the trajectory that is described in the report says that the bullet moved all around in all sorts of weird ways that it shouldn't be allowed to by just like basic physics that people were able to, um, do on the situation that uh, uh, the bullets, you know, being shot. The other more the the second most interesting thing that always keeps me hung up about this conspiracy theory is the connection between Jack Ruby and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and and kind of just what happened to the two of them. You've got a guy who just killed one of the most most beloved presidents, supposedly killed one of the most beloved presidents in all of American history. And he's about to stay in trial, and he gets killed by somebody. Okay, I get it. Some people were most certainly disgruntled, but also, this guy's probably one of the most hated people in America, if not the world, um, other than, like, Russia and Cuba at the time. So why wasn't there more security around him? making sure that he would be okay moving in and out of the general public. That's one question. Um, Basically, America's number one most wanted person, and they're moving him through the general public. That doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense to me. Real quick, Ryan, a counter-argument to that might possibly be, like, we have grown up pretty much predominantly post-9-11, and security changed just completely post-9-11. I mean, you look at JFK himself. He's riding through the heart of Dallas, Texas in a convertible vehicle. Like, yeah, with no obviously protection. Obviously back then. Right. So, I mean, that could be a counter argument to your point, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I totally get your point. But even so, like, this isn't pre him getting shot in the head. This is like post him getting shot in the head. You would have think, you would have thought somebody had the sense to say, hey, he should have a bodyguard or we should clear out the general public when we're moving him. Like we should make it a secret when we're moving him, but you're right. Maybe this is just, are you talking about, or... I'm talking about Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. 
Yeah, Lee RV Oswald. I'm not so much concerned about the fact that they didn't have like a bulletproof shield around JFK, right? Like presidential assassinations weren't like a huge, crazy common thing, right? Especially amongst a very beloved president. So obviously those aren't the kinds of things they're thinking of. Um, But like I said, this is days, weeks after he was killed in public. You would think that somebody was like... You know, maybe the somebody in the general public would think to do the same thing to Lee R. V. Oswald as it obviously happened. But my main point of this <clears throat> is Jack Ruby kills Lee R. V. Oswald, and he's taken into custody, and he also dies before he can actually testify to anything or give his side of the story or even talk about it. You have two people that are directly involved in the thinking process of the assassination of the president, and there are dead within weeks of the president dying. Literally nobody, like a, like a, no, no, nobody like a crime has, show. Yeah. Nobody has any way of ever finding out what these people were thinking. JFK killed Jack Ruby. Shit, maybe. Killing triangle. I think he died of like a stomach problem or something. He died of something Dude, that's weird. That's what I'm was, saying. What if he wasn't it was, assassinated. What if it was like Jack Ruby and Lee? You said they were, had met or were seen meeting at this nightclub or whatever a couple weeks before it happened, right, Ryan? Or Mitch? Mitch, you said? Mitch? Yeah, one of the, so you have to look it up. Um, what's what's the film? The Zapruder. What what is it called? Yeah, Zapruder. There is. Like a lady, there's one other like video camera that captured this whole thing because this guy, when he was videotaping the, it, the boop boopka is it? Whatever? The babushka, babushka, the babushka lady, <laughs> babushka lady, like across the street was also filming, and like years later, he personally found that lady, and she happened to be, like I said, like a waitress or a dancer or whatever at this nightclub. And she's the one that overheard them talking, I think. Or maybe it was her waitress friend. I forgot. I have to go back and listen to it. But <clears throat> or maybe they were just working together and Jack Ruby was like, all right, you're going to take the fall for this and I'm going to have to kill you when you go to trial. Lee Harvey Oswald was like, all right, man. Yeah, and also allegedly, too, is that um, Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald also went to Cuba together and were right, over discussing in a Florida Key West it, airport about a code about Big Bird. They were acquaintances, mutual acquaintances. Is that that far-fetched to assume that they may have had some sort of plan or working relationship to devise this whole thing? I mean, I mean, who am I to say? I need to do a lot of research into it, but I think it's just interesting. I just my one thing that I really believe in regards to this conspiracy is that it did not happen the way that our government says it did. I agree completely. My one thing no. that I believe did not happen is I I am almost 100% positive based on the film that he was killed from the front. Because how could he not have been killed from the front? From his Dude, front until, right side. There are people as like 
after he got shot the second time, they drove under a bridge, and you can see photographs of people standing on top of the of the bridge, you know, because they were going to wave at him as he drove by. And I was always, I was interested to think, like, wouldn't they have some sort of input as to, because the fence that I was re- referring to was directly to their left and down, like diagonally down and to the left. And I always felt like they would have had some sort of, like, they may have heard, like, if somebody shot from where you're saying, Drew, I feel like they may have been able to at least pinpoint the general direction of it, you know? But I don't, I don't think there's any, I don't know if there's any early release testimonials with interviews from those people, but you can see them up on the bridge in the pictures. Have you guys, real, real quick, and then we can move on to another one, another conspiracy theory if we want. But have you heard of the Umbrella Man theory? Um, I have not, but I don't know if you've seen the most recent season of the Umbrella Academy, but I think that they explore this theory, or either that, or the theory... No, I, I think the theory was there before the Umbrella Academy. But the main premise of, spoiler for season two of the Umbrella Academy, um, they explore basically the theory that there was a second person that shot and it was the um, person holding the umbrella. Yeah, so I think I'll explain it really quickly, but I think more or less it's been debunked. Um, so obviously that day in Dallas, it was a clear skies day, like it wasn't raining. It was a beautiful day. Everybody, all of the other footage from that day are p- people, you know, without umbrellas. Nobody has a single umbrella open because it's not raining. But in the Zapruder film, that you can see a man standing under a black umbrella, and there's footage from the opposite side of the street that it's like a clear image of him right next to the interstate sign or whatever the sign was. But there's a man standing under a black umbrella, dressed in black. And the original conspiracy was he comes into sight of the video the second that the, sh- the first shot is fired into Kennedy's throat. And so for a while, people were skeptical of like, hold on a second. It's a beautiful day outside. This guy's standing under an umbrella. Is this umbrella a signal of some sorts or like? a cue to shoot. Some people even went as far as to say the bullets came from the umbrella. The umbrella was somehow manufactured, manipulated so that it could fire bullets. Like people, people have gone to extreme heights with these conspiracy theories, but that was, that was a, that was a theory that intrigued me for a long time was like this guy, sketchy looking dude standing here on the side of the road, Right as JFK gets shot for the first time under an umbrella. But apparently, based on what I have read and seen, he was apparently um, like pro, it was a form of protest. Like the umbrella was a symbol for something or one, something or the other. I don't know exactly. It was, it was, whole... a, it was a political message. Um to the president it was against something they stood for i can't remember either but it was something along those lines yeah something like that 
so that's been debunked, but that's one of the main theories out there, I believe. So kind of just wanted to bring that up and explain it to It's just, it's, it's absolutely chilling. I was just watching the film again. Seeing it happen is just, oh, it's, it's seriously like gut-wrenching. Like, it really I is. I really wish that I could time travel. Yeah. That would certainly be interesting. Conversation topic, but I'm just sitting here thinking about like people who were there that day and and like the fact that there is an answer to these questions, but we just don't know what it is is just kind of mind blowing. I just really wish that I could have like exp- like I don't want to see him get shot, obviously, but I want to like be able to experience it. I think it's very interesting. I agree. It really That's- is. It's just it's crazy, especially having been there. Like if if you if you if y'all went there, like you would you have this. You already have these doubts. You already have these doubts in going there and seeing it is just like reaffirmation. Do you? I would like. I was just literally watching the video, and the point that it hits on his skull is like right on the right temple. That that's where that second shot hits, and and ultimately is probably the one that kills him. I think that Ryan, is I think that's insane... where the shot. I think it's where it comes out, like that clear, like dude. I'm telling you, matter. I think that's where the bullet comes out of his oh. skull. But but regardless, it's my not... point being is that's an insanely good shot. I don't know how it many is not either of you shot. have gone shooting. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much any of you have gone shooting, but that is a very, 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 very difficult thing to do. Yeah. It's not an easy shot. He's not supposed to have been a good shot. The fact that his body propels backwards instead of forwards, 1,000 and million red flags there. It's just like, there's no way. And when I say that's where it came out, I'm saying that that is the official story, that the bullet escaped from the front right side of his head. I'm not saying that that's what I... Because... I mean, I just don't think that could have happened based on the video. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Didn't his left ear come off? Yeah, dude. Like, and then his dude, it's Jackie Kennedy. Like, I was just she freaks out and she reached like first instinct is just reaching for his brain matter and like his ear. Okay, yeah. I I thought she was trying to get away because she was freaking out. Like, holy shit. No, she was reaching for his brain, essentially. It's it's like, absolutely insane. Fucking crazy. I would like to talk to her and just interview her and just see like if she even remembers. I, I, doubt her, dude. I bet she gets blacked out. Yeah. You know. Like her first instinct was just to like reach for whatever came out of him. Which the, is fucking. Just... There's there's actually another really interesting aspect of this conspiracy theory, and it has to do with uh, our government. <clears throat> it's not necessarily anything that they may have committed against him, but I don't know if you guys remember a few years back. But the whatever law we have regarding confidential information and how long it has to wait in confidentiality before it can be released to the public. That number yeah. of years afterwards came up quite a few years ago, like three or four years ago now. 
Yeah. And they released all of the information that they had on the JFK assassination case. And they didn't release all of it. They released a lot of redacted documents. Everything was still redacted from them. They released them, but they left a lot of the parts, you know, dot blotted out. And I think that 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 in itself is sketchy as fuck, right? Like, if not a official statement, no way. You know what I'm saying? If you have an official statement. You're telling the general public, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald killed him, and then Lee Harvey Oswald was killed by Jack Ruby, and then Jack Ruby died. If that's the official everything into that investigation, what are you hiding in redacted statements of the investigation? <laughs> what do you? Yeah. What, what could you possibly be hiding? Aliens. Probably never <laughs> within, know. Within JFK's, within yeah, JFK's yeah. assassination files. Well, let me mm-hmm. ask you, is there a... When I spoke with my mother about this, she was convinced that our government plotted to have him assassinated. And I don't, I, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with the current, with the situation at the time as to why. So do you have any thoughts on as to why our government may have? The way that I understand it is that he had some anti-CIA slash FBI kind of sentiments and ideology and obviously if you're the head of the cia or if you're in the cia you don't want to lose your job you don't want the government to cut you so i think that's kind of the premise behind it is that he was just kind of against the cia and therefore they wanted a new president that was like let's bolster the cia let's bolster the different uh different intelligence agencies so i think that that is definitely part of that conspiracy. There, there's there's one more thing to remember about this case is the Kennedys weren't just some random family in the United States. Like this wasn't like a I don't know what what would, what would even be the right way to say this. Maybe like a like Lyndon B. Johnson. Like the Kennedys were a high class family, an upper class family with a lot of very powerful and deep connections, and he was murdered and, and so was his brother off topic but is it off topic like it's not really that off topic as well that robert yes robert so imagine so, that dude yeah these are extremely high profile people being assassinated and and at the height of like fame slash popularity like that's really hard to believe on just like a disgruntled person killing these people dude i'm honestly a little off topic here but i'm surprised more of our current like not saying just trump but even like in the past couple decades i'm surprised we haven't had an assassination just as crazy as people are nowadays i I, I don't think you realize how tight security is now that that was going to be my so much planning that goes into every public appearance that these presidents make. Like that's a good point. You like yeah. we have no idea really the extent. Not only it. not only that, but also the fact that they're constantly scanning the internet and any literal data source that they can get of a potential assassination attempt and vetting it and figuring out if it's like you know, plausible or whatever yeah. it might be that, that but on top of the fact that security is just so planned out and so thought out, it's, 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like we should yeah. move on to a different one here because we've been talking about this for quite a bit. I agree with you 100%. And to put that in simple terms, the official story behind the assassination is not what actually happened in November <laughs> of 1963 in Dallas. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, retweet. So, speaking of the government not telling us the truth, what do you think that the government might be hiding from us other than just the JFK real assassination, you know, thoughts and possibilities on what actually happened there? So, not just that, but they've got to be hiding other stuff if they're covering up JFK's death. I mean, yeah, we can we can talk for for days about that one conspiracy theory alone. We just touched the surface of it, but I mean, pick your poison here. What do you, like there's so much that there's so much let's out th- there. Let's let's do it, bro. Let's talk about let's talk about the moon landing. Let's oh, talk about come the moon on. landing. No, no. I hate when people talk about the moon landing, <laughs> and it's because I'm a very strict and firm believer that we absolutely went to the moon. I think that every single claim, I think that every single claim can be debunked. We hit him where it hurts. I agree with you. I really do. I do. I, th- I agree. I, too. I, I right, think we don't need that... to talk about it. No, Cody. Cody, <laughs> like... we can we can certainly talk about it. But I'm just telling you my views. Is I think that is the worst conspiracy theory for people to hold on to. Nah, never happened. No, it, it we definitely landed on the moon. Nah, I don't believe for a minute. It was likely due to the effect of bringing in some German scientists that were definitely Nazis during World War II, but we definitely made it to the moon. I agree. We won the space race. We were or getting our we? asses kicked in the space race, and then we won. We lost, we were yeah we were losing that that, that might be the greatest comeback in all of history even though there wasn't really like Russia like blew a, a three to one lead that was yeah that was like fucking Rocky taking down Ivan Drago and Rocky three the one the one main conspiracy theory that I hear about the moon landing is apparently there's footage where the the American flag that Neil Armstrong oh, and Buzz Aldrin um. Yeah, they plant it and it, it it's blowing in the wind. Now I've never seen this footage, but I would be curious to see if there is a video out there of this flag blowing in the wind. So the video footage was lost by NASA. Uh oh. Interesting story. To lose Uh-oh. the most one of the most important historical things to ever happen. You just lose is the tapes. Really it? Is that They're, really it? Yeah. Lost I, feel like, I feel like it's a common theme of like government officials losing Not shit, losing it coincidentally. Ryan, what you got? What I don't disagree that we like have never gone to the moon, but I don't think it happened. Maybe at that oh, particular moment oh, that we said. Uh oh. So what? What's your reasoning there? I I got a few. No, See, I haven't I'm, looked into it for a long time, but it is kind of suspicious. Like, if you look at like all the facts, it's kind of suspicious that they did lose the tapes. Like, do you just oh, oh man, they're gone? I don't know where they went. There, <laughs> Come on, there's the there's there's actually the, there's the actually main a- reason. The main reason that I think it may be fabricated at that time is because of the space race. Because we were losing so I agree largely. 
it was a very, very large plot to make everyone think that we made it there, even though we didn't actually make it. Just so because America, could. America cannot be second in anything. No, I have no evidence. Like but it can be like fifty seventh and things and stuff. Yeah, like you other can than bring our, up other than shadow ego, or like stuff like that. I have no like, but, and, and the flag thing. I've seen that, which is is pretty pretty weird because there is no wind in space but um or is there there's not wind in space you you gotta have an atmosphere yeah so that's um yeah that's that's the only reason i would and i i wouldn't wouldn't put it past us i would not put it past us bunch of arrogant we definitely landed on the moon at that point in time I will absolutely agree with you guys that it's certainly fishy that we just propelled ahead in this space race. I totally get that. Totally understand that. I also understand that it's fishy that they lost tapes. There's something you need to remember about this time period. We thought we were going back to the moon a lot of times. We thought we were exploring space a ton. NASA's budget wasn't getting cut yet. It was getting increased. So for them to either tape over tapes or to lose tapes or misplace them... It's not totally illogical just because they may have been deemed as not as significant just because they thought they were going to go there a bunch more times, right? Well, they're idiots then. (laughs) I mean, sure. It's easy to say that now for sure. The first moon landing, that those are tapes that you would keep absolutely sacred like the first time that you land on the moon i don't care how many times you're gonna go there after that with how big of a deal at the time it was in the right. entire be like, oh, yeah there. we'll be there again that was like the number one goal of the entire world do you guys do in you guys history. want do you guys want me to debunk the the waving flag yeah sure i'll do it right now simple answer it's not flapping the Government and NASA designed special flags for the astronauts to take with them. They had a horizontal rod inside. You can actually see this horizontal rod at the top of the picture that they're in. They um, had trouble extending the rod. And as my physics friends here know, in space, space is a vacuum. So if something is rippling, it will continue rippling until something else tells it to stop rippling. So if you're failing to get it to extend all the way and fully expand out and pull it tight, it's going to ripple and it's going to continue to ripple. So there's yeah. our, there's our, there you go. There's my answer I'm on the flag. looking at pictures right now. They're awesome. And the flag, so cool. it is completely, it is completely horizontal. But I mean, why would they not alter it so that it would be completely visible? You know, like, I, I think you make a good point there, Ryan. And I do totally believe what, you said I, I i also um a lot of people like to bring up this idea that it was shot in like a stage like some random place in nasa or in like hollywood or something like that and i don't know if you guys remember but there's a show it was in like the mid to later 2000s i think that was like it was called like facts or fake or something like that and basically what they did is they you know a lot of famous footage like Bigfoot being caught on camera or a video of like the Loch Ness monster or something like that, or the moon landing. They basically tried to recreate all these things using, you know, their budget and the technology of the early 2000s slash later 2000s. And they basically couldn't recreate it. They couldn't recreate the same effects of, 
of jumping around on the moon and stuff like that. And I think that that just basically, I, for me, that convinces me enough to say that we wouldn't have been able to fake it in the late 60s. Um, but I, I totally get I totally understand why people are shady of it, because, yeah, you're right. The U.S. could not be second to the communists. They could absolutely not be second to the communists. And I like to be able to see both sides in any argument that I'm a part of. But I do believe it was real. We did it. We made it. We were the first ones. Mm-hmm. America. Yep. And I wish we would go back more. Someday we will. Me and you will go to the moon. I guess we don't really need to go to the moon, but we should be exploring space more, right? What else What else do you think the government's hiding or keeping secret from you? Code, you got anything else other than the moon landing? Uh, Drew, uh, not necessarily. I think Drew's got one, though. Drew? And I mentioned it at the beginning. I think 9-11 is another very big event in recent American history that has a lot of conspiracy theories stemming from it. Um, wait, wait, before we go any further, you just said recent, it's going to be 20 years ago this year. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy to think Isn't about. That but I mean, did I, I get so sad every September 11th because you know, social media, all you see are these videos and it seems like a new one surfaces every year of like these voice recordings of people just in absolute horror or like people on the plane calling their loved ones and leaving messages. Like it gets me every single year. Like I, it's, it's horrible. I, but that being said a lot, I mean, do we think that it was simply a terrorist attack on the U S you know, terrorists hijacked these two planes, well, four planes, Crashed one into each trade center, World Trade Center, one into the Pentagon, and one crashed in what was it, Pennsylvania? Yeah, some random cornfield. I and that one was headed to the somewhere in D.C. I believe that one was headed to the White House, wasn't it? Uh, that's what yeah, I wanted been to the say. White House. Um. Yeah. I. Just before we even delve into any conspiracy theories, just like the the emotions surrounding it and the stories surrounding it are just absolutely heart wrenching. I mean, seeing people jump from a building because it's better than burning yeah, or being dude. crushed alive, it, it blows my mind. There's there's this movie on Netflix actually that talks about the flight that the people took over from the terrorists. Um, and it's got live voice recordings of those people talking to their loved ones. And oh my God, Dude, if you want a chilling effect something. on your body, goosebumps all over your body, absolutely. watch that movie, listen to those tapes, you will be absolutely horrified. That's nothing anybody any footage, can imagine. Any footage from 9-11, what really gets me, well, those voice recordings for one, but the videos of people literally falling from the building is just like falling man i think is a picture and it's just so incredibly heartbreaking to see that it's just it's just unbelievably it just gets me you know really thinking about it like the fact that people just going to work like a normal day and the next thing you know like it, it was that bad they jumped like i don't know it's beyond words. 
It truly is. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about conspiracy theories surrounding it. So, Andrew, enlighten us. I know that some conspiracies surrounding the events were that the, the, the U.S. government was behind it you know you all know the saying bush did 9-11 whatever whether you want to it might be one of the best memes of all time by the way (laughs) just saying regardless of how terrible 9-11 was that might be one of the best (laughs) memes of all time but ryan we were talking about this a little bit earlier about the demolition projects that have been used to possibly cover up some of the events surrounding 9-11 and how jet fuel from the planes couldn't have done this, couldn't have caused this kind of explosion. Right. The idea is that jet fuel doesn't burn at a hot enough temperature to melt steel beams. That's basically one of the largest premises behind a lot of conspiracy theories discussions of this. The other thing is they believe it's a controlled demolition. And I personally disagree with both of those things. Uh, I I would agree that jet fuel doesn't burn at a hot enough temperature to melt steel outright. Like if you just put a steel block there and you submerse it into um, jet fuel that's burning, I don't think that it could just outright melt it because I'm pretty sure that steel has a little bit of a higher melting point. But the point that I will make regarding that is if you heat up any metal or any material enough, it can change the physical properties of it enough to the point where maybe it starts to bend or it starts to crack, depending on the certain effect that you give it. Um, If you're heating something up, it typically makes it um, so that it's a bit more bendy. So something that may have happened is you've got this fire that's raging inside of the World Trade Center. It's heating up these beams and they become a little bit more bendy because they've been heated up so much. And then you've got a ton of weight on top of that, right? You've got many floors above it that it's not designed to hold when it's getting bendy, per se. And then you've just got a lot of weight coming down. Gravity does its thing. So that that's my yeah. opinion on the demolition. I certainly don't think they were controlled demolitions. Um, but that that's kind of my opinion there. I agree. My, my, um, my larger concerns about the... Um, 9-11 conspiracies are the implications from the government. I think that it was way too perfect of a situation for them to say, let's go to war because somebody attacked our country in this way. That's that's the shadiest part for me. It is horrible. What do you, what do you mean by people. that? What I mean what by mean that is... It was is, way too perfect of a situation. We need reasons to go to war, right? Like, Congress can't just, like, wake up one day and be like, we're going to go to war. I mean, the president certainly can't do that. That's that's just not even in the president's power. But Congress can't just wake nothing, up and be like, let's go to war with nothing Lebanon brings us together. Nothing brings us together more as a nation than tragedy. Tragedy, tragedy, and fear are excellent motivators. As horrible as that sounds, there's both sides like of the spectrum. Love is a really good motivator. Fear is also a really good motivator. It's a horrible thing. It's a horrible balance. And it's really easy to say, hey, these terrorists from the Middle East attacked our country. We need to go to war with them. Okay, so we go to war with them. They killed, what, 
1,500 people died on 9-11, 2,300 people died on 9-11. I, I don't know the exact numbers. We killed hundreds of thousands of people in the Middle East over the years of the war, and, and way more U.S. soldiers died in the wars in the Middle East. How can we justify that and say that it was worth it to go over there over this terrorist attack? I feel like there's a lot better ways, not not only that there's a lot better ways that it could have been handled, but it just, like I said, it just seems like way too easy of an out for the U.S. government to say, this gives us a really good reason to go to war with these Middle Eastern countries. That's a good point, so, I think. I didn't really, I never really thought about it, that these Middle Eastern countries were possibly trying to force us to go to war just so they could kill more of us. But I mean, what were we supposed to do as a country? Like if we would just sat back and be like, all right, that happened. Um, we're not going to do anything in rebuttal or avenging our the people that they just killed. Like, what would that have looked like? I feel like I, we had no other choice than to go to war. Like look yeah, at Pearl I, Harbor. I mean. The reason we got in into World War II was because the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. How many people died at Pearl Harbor? Not nearly as many as not not trying to downgrade the lives of the people that died at Pearl Harbor, but like not nearly as many people died at Pearl Harbor than 9/11. And here we are joining the greatest war in world history to this point, World War II, for the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So I mean, yeah. I feel like. We can't. We like. What else were we supposed to do? That's a that's a really good point. I I totally understand that. There, there's in, in world politics, who carries the bigger stick is a very much needed defense policy, right? If I've got a bigger weapon than you have, you're not going to attack my country. It's it's a very simple defense strategy, right? So I, I totally get the retaliation, huh? Cuban Missile Crisis. What about the Cuban Missile Crisis? It's a perfect example of what you just said. I mean, the the nuclear race, the second the second technological yeah. race that we ever had. The we had this we ha or sorry the first technological race I guess that we really had. We developed the atom bomb, and then uh, you know Russia did and. Did and France did, and it was a race to see who could build the biggest bomb. I mean, these are the things that that inspire nations to do great and terrible things. Happen to be extremely deadly sometimes. But so, I, so I get the point of retaliation. Why we why we might need to go in there because of because of what they did. We would look really weak on a world scale if we didn't do anything to them. But a war lasting over like twenty years, like we're still in the Middle East. It just it doesn't add up to me. It really doesn't. There, there's yeah, certainly an I mean, ulterior motive there. There's definitely an ulterior have, motive. I have a little bit of a twist to throw into the whole 9-11 conspiracy situation. Apparently, there were, um, per source, thermite and nanothermite composites found in the debris following the collapse of the three buildings on 9-11. So like explosive materials were found in the debris. Apparently this was an article published 
um, in a scholarly journal, and the article had no scientific rebuttal to it. And coincidentally, coincidentally, the editor in chief of the publication resigned soon after this article was published. So that's just I kind love, of a little. I love fishy coincidences. I know. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say about that, but I mean, provoking thought with the listeners and with I, us. I mean, I'd like the to coincidences say coincidences are, are the one thing that really make you think it could be fake <laughs> or it could be like true, See, untrue. I, you know, I, I think I think Drew and I were talking about it before the podcast started, but this is what drives conspiracy theories. People spend hours and hours looking at a situation and looking at an event. And you can basically dissect any point in history that we have recorded and find something that's fishy about it, right? You can always point to something that, hey, maybe somebody did something really crazy here. And I think that's what drives a lot of conspiracy theories is that people find these crazy coincidences. Could this thermite issue and explosives issue be a simple case of the people that took over the plane had explosives with them? Right. And and they were just found in the aftermath. Is it possible that some of the surrounding uh, objects, like there's cars and stuff around, like that around there, could there have been enough of a concentration of stuff around the building that you find this in the debris because of just like everyday objects being around that contain these these explosive materials? Just because something, you know, just because something is an explosive material, I don't know what kind of concentration it was in. Um, but you know, it could have just been trace amounts or whatever it might be. Maybe it was, maybe they found a stick of dynamite. Okay. That, that would certainly be weird. I think you, you can, you can take any major historical event in history and you can dig and read into whatever you want and you can find some small little detail and you can find a way to twist and turn the backstory of that small little detail to make it seem like a possible conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And like an example of that is the Umbrella Man going back to the JFK assassination. Like you see, you see this coincidental man standing here and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like that's so out of place. This has to be a conspiracy theory. But like nobody is ever going to come up with the explanation that this guy is doing a a political, you know, right? We're, we're well a, past that point. Definitely a mix of both. I mean, there are certainly there are people who just look way too far into it, or maybe they're not even looking too far into it, and it is just a coincidence. That's that's definitely true. Then I I mean, I am without a doubt one hundred percent convinced that on the flip side of that. There's some fishy shit that has gone on and continues to go on that, I mean, when you look at the JFK documents and it's not released, like, without Absolutely. a doubt, there are, there's, there's two things going on. And the fact that, that everything, that there are things that are still hidden from us, like, you're always going to get people who are looking for conspiracies. You're always going to get that, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how many times have you been like in a crowded place or something like that? Or maybe like even just like at the gym and you're like standing close to somebody and like you're thinking in your head like, 
don't think that I'm going to do something crazy here or like that I'm stalking you or something. I'm just like doing my thing. That happens to so many people. And it, if you were to analyze a video of something, you're like, why is that person just standing there? Maybe they were just fucking standing there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. If people are always looking for excess, just, just extra shit. Yeah. I mean, myself included, yeah. too, you know. But hey, it makes for good conversation, doesn't it? Absolutely. It certainly makes things interesting. It's just, well, it's, hey, I, I just think it's way too convenient of a reason to go to war. But I, I mean, mean it, nobody. With that, though, it's like, again, like, what else are you supposed to do? I know, like, maybe war is a big reaction, but then I think we just handled the war very inappropriately. Right. Right. Like the original reaction could have been to go over there and like start, you know, pushing our way in and be like, oh, maybe. hmm, Yeah, strike some kind of deal or something like that. Yeah. Uh, That's where I think. Although we don't negotiate with terrorists, though. (sighs) Yeah. So. The main goal after that was to kill Osama, and we did that. What was it? Like seven or eight years later? It was, it was, was more than that. It was like the early... Grade. 2011. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say it was in the early parts of this past decade. That was that was a crazy day in itself. I remember where I was. That's one of those moments in history. You remember where you were at, what you were doing. Yeah, that's it. it is certainly crazy. That's another conspiracy theory right there. Right. Yeah. Did we kill, yeah. really kill Osama bin Laden? Yeah, like the only people that heard he's hiding out somewhere. Yeah, we Even... did. We did. Have you not seen Zero Dark Thirty? It's live. <laughs> Dude, footage. that movie was that oh, movie was so suspenseful. Dude, that's a badass movie. That is a badass. movie. Recommend it, listeners. Dude, was it? Watch that movie. You know, was was that American so propaganda for continuing the war in the Middle East? Like, you know what Dude, I'm saying? The only confirmation is the soldiers are there. Like they looked at him and said it was him. And then the one guy laid down next to him was like, Yeah, he's six feet tall. <laughs> All <laughs> right. It's <that's> crazy. <laughs> good enough for me. I, that's a really Ship good movie. <laughs> All right. So, so speaking of faking deaths, these are some of my favorite conspiracy theories out there. There are so many out there. A lot of, a couple of famous ones Hitler faking his death. Elvis faking his death. Um, Elvis. Yeah, you, have you ever heard the Elvis one? That, it's the craziest thing. People, as no, we mentioned before, I've never pe- heard that. You've never heard the Elvis That's one? Crazy. No. There, there, there's, there's, of course, there's plenty of evidence and coincidences that are associated with it, and people even finding like instances in history and pictures in history where this person like looks extremely like Elvis. You know what I'm saying? So, why would I, I think that's? I I can't remember the reasoning, but you you should totally look into it because it's it's crazy. Um, but I think <laughs> it's Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne, dude, seriously, oh, I read, I, I sat there, <laughs> I sat there reading this thread on how Avril Lavigne's death was faked and was replaced with a lookalike and like sound alike person of all of all fucking people to fake their death. <laughs> <laughs> Avril Lavigne, right? right? That's gotta be. But but it's it's crazy when you see pictures. Granted, there's seven billion people on Earth, right? 
I've so, seen those pictures. They don't even look that much alike. Who? The Avril Lavigne ones. Oh. But the coincidences, like, the coincidences that people bring up are absolutely, like, chilling. Just crazy that they bring up. But, but what I'm saying is the that. fact that we can find pictures of these people. <laughs> I, I think the Hitler one's one of the most interesting ones. Especially because we know that many German and Nazi officials were able to escape Germany and oh. live out the rest of their lives in South America. Can I, can I have a quick note? But remember what you were about to say. Just a quick note. There's a documentary on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called right now. The Devil Next Door, I think. And it's about John, John Demamyuk or something. And the whole docu-series is about how he was supposedly a one of the har- oh he was um uh god he was one of the harshest nazi um uh pow camp officers um uh, in in world war 2 and it's ivan the ivan the terrible that's who it is and it's about this the whole docu-series is about whether or not this guy who is old now is Yvonne the Terrible, and they go through documents and old photos and face facial comparisons and everything, and this guy goes to trial and everything, and it's about whether or not he is um, Yvonne the Terrible, and that's Wait, really Cody, good. So when you talk, Cody, when you're talking about, I think you might be confusing this with something. What is it? Yvonne the Terrible was an actual person in like the 1500s. Is that what you're thinking of, or... Oh, maybe it's, it's this guy. It's something... Okay, yeah, I, I see the other one that's related to the Nazis. I see. Sorry. Yeah, he was one of the worst, apparently most aggressive, just spiteful Nazi officers at a POW camp during World War II. And um, it surfaced that this guy, who is living in Cleveland, Ohio, is potentially Yvonne the Terrible. And it's a docuseries on Netflix, really good. So that's I wanted to put my two cents in there because it's pretty interesting to watch. Yeah. So so what I was talking about was the fact that we do know that plenty of Nazi officials and sympathizers were able to escape to other countries and live out the rest of their lives there. And the inability to produce a ton of evidence that it was actually Hitler that was dead in that bunker. Um, those two combination of things absolutely blow my mind about, you know, the potential that he could have escaped to South America. There, there's reports of people seeing him in South America. There's, there's pictures. Like it's creepy. Um, but like I said, there's seven billion people on the planet. There's a really good chance that somebody's gonna look like Hitler out there, right? Right. Or like Elvis or Ever Levine. That would so really, like, that would really suck to be the person who looks like Hitler. Right. <laughs> yeah. It would. It would suck. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe I should shave this mustache. But anyways, that's that's all I really have on the fake deaths. There's a lot of them out there that are really, 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 really interesting. I The one that I just came across today was about Paul McCartney. And there's a bunch of like uh, lyrics in later Beatles songs. It, the theory is that he that's died really, in that's really That's really all I have about fake deaths. And then he just keeps talking. Sorry, it was just like on the top of my head. The theories they died in 1966, and then there's a bunch of songs later in in the Beatles' career that like reference like his death, and like if you play backwards one of the songs, you hear like Paul is dead or something like that. So really creepy. I just got the chills thinking about it again. I <laughs> conspiracy theories. I've had all sorts of chills. I'm like looking out my window and shit. Um, 
but it, it's all really interesting. You should you should really look at it. Yeah, man. But honestly, well, hey, if we don't if we don't have anything else, anybody want to touch on any other conspiracies as we work our way out of this podcast? I've got, oh, I got a few more. Code. <laughs> Send it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was. Uh, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have some subsequent episodes of conspiracy theories because there's so many out there. We touched on a lot today. Touched more a lot of people today. Touched a lot of people today. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Mitch is touching people <laughs> in a way that makes that ain't it sexual. A, that ain't a conspiracy theory. Yeah, in no, order that would surprise you. We all know. <laughs> we all know that is no conspiracy theory. But, yeah. but hey, moral of the story of today's podcast. Watch the the Zapruder film if you haven't. And your back. Watch your back. Yes. Yeah, there's also a there's also a Netflix series called Conspiracies. There's even one about the shining. And I wanna I'm gonna rewatch that one. Because it was pretty interesting the first time I watched it. Also, watch Zero Dark Thirty and any of the documentaries that Cody has recommended. I forgot the names of them. Mm, but... The Devil Next Door mm-hmm. is one. And the other one, I don't know. I think it's just called Conspiracies. With that. Oh, dude. Also, we didn't talk about this, but Jeffrey Epstein and his death. We'll get yeah, to that. he was not. He was not. That was not suicide, man. Jeffrey Epstein didn't later. kill himself. Eventually, we'll get to that. That's it. We'll We're not talking it. about it. We'll get to it. And that's it. That's the podcast. Conspiracy <laughs> Theories Episode 2 coming soon. Stay tuned. But anyway, we hope you guys turn enjoyed. Notifications so you get a... Yeah, turn on your notifications. Um, any suggestions, any questions, any comments, anything you have, email the council podcast 7 at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at the Council Pod Seven. Anything you might want to add to the podcast, anything you want us to talk about, we're here for you. We're here to provoke thought. We're here to make you laugh. We're here to do all of the above. So, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Again, we'll see you in the next one. Andrew, Cody, Mitch, Ryan, out. Peace. Bye.